Hey, what's up? It's Jax from Plastic Action, and you're listening to the world-famous Toy Photocast. We are storytellers. Liam Simard is a toy photographer from New Hampshire. His hobbies include fishing, photography, hiking, and tennis. His favorite movie is The Departed. His favorite book is Ready Player One. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Toy Photocast with Liam Simard Photography. Hope you enjoy it and have a great day. Peace. Hey, what's up? This is Dwayne Shoots Toys, and you're listening to Toy Photocast. We are storytellers. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Toy Photocast with the one, the only, Liam Simard Photography. What's up, Liam? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Thank you for having me on here. Dude, I'm great. I'm grateful to have you on the show. I'm, I've been having fun getting to know you and uh, excited to do it. Yeah. Let's do this thing, man. So how long have you been doing toy photography? So I started toy photography, I'd say roughly about a year ago. Um, I think it was about, I think it was actually the day after Christmas, probably like, yeah, like December 26th, 27th of 2019, you know, going right into 2020 is you know when I kind of started and it's it's been insane it's such a fun hobby and I it bas- I basically got hooked right off the bat pretty much that is awesome man I didn't realize that you've been only been doing it for such a short time it's awesome yeah I mean I've been uh I've been a huge I've been you know really into photography since I was much younger as well like you know if you if you want to count it I've technically been doing photography for about 4 years now but I really got into toy photography about a year ago, and you know, it's been a ton of fun, yeah. What was the uh, thing that got you into it when you first started? Do you remember? Uh, I'm not sure. Sh- I think, you know, it probably was getting, you know, new Black Series action figures for Christmas that year. You know, okay. I, was just, I was just chilling in my room, and, like, I was, like, looking at them and stuff. And uh, I think it was also my brother, like, my brother wanted to – you know, cause my brother, he's really into like, uh, like diorama making and painting and drawing. He's a huge artist. So he, w- he wanted to like weather this tank, this model tank that I had. And after he did, he's like, yeah, check this out. And I was like, oh, it'd be so cool to like photograph that. So the next day, uh, I went outside and I photographed it and I was like, oh, this is so much fun. And so then basically that entire evening, my brother and I were like, crafting ideas of different you know photos to make and then I like literally like the next day I took probably like five photos and I mean obviously they were like terrible because you know no one's you know the best when they start off you're just getting started yeah yeah and so like it was but it was like fun it was like addicting you know and they but like they were also like super like rudimentary shots you know I was just like standing them up and like taking photos of them but you know it was it was just really it was really like exciting did you take those photos and like instantly post them or something what did you do after that yeah I, I actually did so I I didn't start my Instagram account off of toy photography I had just posted my like if you if you've been following me for like 
basically since the, you know, when I started it, you would be able to see, like I've deleted them now, but, and turn my account into like a full toy photography page. But before, if you just like scroll down, like a couple of photos, they would just be like, uh, photos of like, you know, nature, wildlife, or, you know, like photos of my family that I've taken like portraits of and stuff. So nice. Mm-hmm. So when you transitioned into doing action figures, uh, were you planning on like getting as, as deep as you are currently? Like what was the kind of progression for you and what was the things that um, inspired you to kind of get, get more into it? Well, it's kind of like, uh, it was actually that, that first like tank, like the photo of that tank that I took, I kind of like posted on Instagram and the caption was like, you know, I kind of want to try this toy photography. Let me know what you guys think. Like, you know, you know, maybe just take like a couple shots and, and like go back to what I was doing. And yeah, uh, I started like, like I said, just basically taking more and more photos. And that ended up being the only kind of photos I was taking. Mm. Like, you know, I still, I still enjoy like wildlife photography and, and nature photography and portrait photography, but like, I didn't, it sounds weird, but I, I didn't want to take other kinds of photos. I was just so obsessed with it. And like, I'm a kind of person who, you know, once he's, once I like get into something, I just constantly, like, I can't stop thinking about it. It's a constant obsession of it. Like, uh, like one of my other large hobbies is, is fishing. So one, you know, five years ago when I really got into that, it was like the only thing I was doing every single day. I was just going out with my friends and fishing. And so it's basically like this obsession that I, you know, you know grab onto and I'm just constantly doing it. So that's basically how, how it went. So you had a camera when you first started out, um, when you were doing the tank photos? Yeah. So, uh, that, um, so I think it was Christmas, 2018. Uh, my dad had purchased me a Canon rebel T6. Nice. And, um, well, like I was, I didn't do toy photos then. So I was just taking photos of everything and, and I was taking like, bun- like tons and tons and tons of photos. And that summer I had, you know, scored a gig with my, uh, this like local restaurant. Like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm going to be honest, I don't know if they have them in like other States and stuff. It's called the sea dog, but Hmm. uh, it's like this, uh, you know, like a, like a a brewery slash like restaurant where you can just go and get some, like, you know, some really good food to be honest. And, you know, I just emailed them because like, you know, I was watching like YouTube videos, like how to make money through photography. And I was like, "Ah, I want to try this. Because, you know, I felt like my skills were, you know, pretty good because, you know, before I got the camera, I was taking photos for probably a year and a half with just my with just my iPhone. And I think it was the iPhone SE, like the original mm-hmm. one that came out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was basically just uh, I asked them and then they, they let me take photos from them. And it was insane because they like paid me like I think it was like two hundred dollars for like a photo and for like a like a 14 year old kid. I'm like, what the heck? You feel like you just won the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, I basically would just continue take taking photos from then until, you know, I did, I, uh, got into the, got into toy photography. That is awesome, man. So after you got obsessed and got the bug, um, did you start like buying more figures? Like, or did you already have a bunch of figures to shoot? Like what was, what was that about? Yeah. So, um, I already had a bunch of figures from like previous because like, you know, my dad, when he was a kid, he like had a bunch of the old vintage Star Wars figures. Um, 
like a bunch of the vintage GI Joe figures. And, you know, in the previous Christmases and like holidays and stuff, I get like one or two black series figures. And like, I was like, Oh, these are super cool. And I'd like pose them and stuff. And I just leave them on my shelf. And I had like uh, a bunch of like three and three quarter star Wars, GI Joe, just basically miscellaneous figures. And I had them like laying around. I mean, I didn't, I didn't really display them. I maybe displayed like a couple figures and stuff, but yeah, basically after I, got into like toy photography i definitely started to purchase a lot more figures but it wasn't for a while because i had this plethora of action figures that i you know could just take photos of so um i just you know use those instead nice are you predominantly like a like a star wars only guy or do you like to delve into other lines i know you have a a, like a wide range of passions for uh, uh movies um, but what's what's kind of the stuff that you like to collect and like to shoot? Well, um, in the beginning, I was primarily uh, I was primarily a Star Wars shooter. I basically uh, like you know use the use the Black Series figures that I had. I would like buy Black Series figures, and I would just you know basically shoot Star Wars. And it was uh, not until like a couple months back, or actually no, I did shoot Star Wars, and I since I also have a bunch of Indi- – because, like, my dad and I are huge Indiana Jones fans. So I also had tons and tons of those three-and-three-quarter Indiana Jones action figures. So I would, you know, occasionally shoot those here and there. But I but I really was primarily shooting Star Wars. But it wasn't until, like, you know, uh, well, like six months ago, I, I decided to, like, really start, you know, you know adding variety to my – my Instagram feed and my, and my photos. So I like, uh, I started to take more photos of like, you know, like Marvel here and there. If I had a couple, uh, you know, GI Joe, if I had like, cause I had like a couple of the three and three quarter figures, mm-hmm. so I would just kind of, you know, dabble here and there. So. Do you, uh, do you feel like delving into different lines helps you with your creativity? Because I know for me, whenever I'm like just focusing on one, line like whether it's star wars or whether it's uh, marvel or dc like i get like burnout like fatigue hard because like you know as a fan like we get so obsessed about or get excited about a series like and sometimes it's refreshing just to take a break and do a different line does that help you at all oh yeah yeah uh when i was shooting star wars i i would get burned out and i feel like i do get burned out really quickly because um i started to discover it more like recently but I feel like my style of, you know, like I feel like my kind of touch and style is more like gritty, like down to earth, you know, realistic character. Cause like I, I'm, I'm obsessed with like action figures that have, you know, like just normal play, like plain clothing or like mm-hmm. not super flashy clothing. Cause I know, you know, most Star Wars characters have like super flashy clothing and like, mm-hmm. you know, stuff that I feel like it, for me personally, I don't know about other people, but it like takes me out of the immersion. And that's why I love like, uh, like daredevil figures. I, I mean, I don't have any, but I, I really want to purchase some, but like, you know, like a Logan, Logan action figures, like some of the GI Joe action figures, uh, like, um, but yeah, pretty much like just figures with like realistic style clothing. So, uh, you know, once I started spreading out, I was kind of specifically looking for those kinds of figures. So I, you know, uh, I'd buy Black Series figures or like here and there, but you know those that that was kind of what I was kind of looking for because I feel like that's where my 
photos like they those kinds of action figures they look best in those kinds of photos yeah i see you do um some like military style photos too like with like they look like world war ii maybe um figures yeah yeah uh uh, those figures that that I try and like portray like World War Two, you know, style shots are actually from like the Indiana Jones three and three quarter, oh. uh, like line that was that you know I think came out around the release of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So they have a bunch of these, and what's awesome about you know uh, this Indiana Jones line is they didn't just release like you know the main characters that you see like Indiana Jones, Marion, Mutt, like or like you know basically like the you know, main important people, they'd also release like the background characters, you know, the, the characters, I feel like people want to buy more because they're like the, they're like the, the army building figures. Like they'd have like the, the, the Russian soldiers, the, the Nazi soldiers that like, uh, that you could build world war two scenes with, mm-hmm. um, like you could, you could take these figures and you can use them for multiple, multiple purposes. Cause like when you, if you shoot a Indiana Jones figure, you're like, oh, that person's from Indiana Jones. But if you take one of those like kind of background soldier style characters, it, it you can't tell that they're from Indiana Jones. You'd be like, yeah. oh, you can tell they're from that era, but you can't tell that they're specifically from Indiana Jones. And that's yeah. kind of you know what I like about them because then you can create these you know World War II scenes with them. I had no idea that they were from Indiana Jones. They work perfectly. That's really cool. Um, so with your process, when you're thinking about stuff like that, do you intentionally um, plan out your photos beforehand or do you just kind of take your figures? Like, how do you how do you do your photos or is everything kind of premeditated? Um, I feel like it's a little bit of a, a like a mix of both. So, you know, sometimes I'll just, you know, like, let's say I'm going on a, a hike with my family or like going to the beach because I live like 10 minutes from the beach, like right next to the beach. So. Uh, my grandparents live on the beach, so I can just go there basically all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, like, let's say we're going on a hike or something. I just get my camera, get, like, a loom cube or, like, my loom cube panel and my other light panel, toss a bunch of figures in and, like, some, some like, canned air to use for, like, fog. And then I just go. And then, you know, in the car or on the hike, I try and, like, try my best to plan. And, and uh, personally, I don't like doing that as much because I feel like I don't have enough time to plan or like I, I can't manipulate the environment as much as I want. That's why I like taking photos in like my backyard, inside my room and in, like inside my house mm. because I have more manipulation of the environment. I have more manipulation of like time I can spend on them. So yeah, like uh, I normally plan out like I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, throughout school or while, while I'm bored, I'm, I'm just, you know, thinking of different shots I can take, you know, uh, what would, you know, what would look better. And, but yeah, like I, you know, sometimes it's just walking outside, plopping a figure down and taking a photo. And I feel like that's what I did more in my earlier days, but I feel like I've put more time into the process of, you know, creating an idea, creating like a, a story behind that, you know, shot. Yeah, so it's more interesting. Are you enjoying it more now that you're doing that? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean it 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 takes more time, but and like I'm not I'm not putting out as many photos, mm-hmm. but it's more rewarding in the end because you're putting that extra effort into 
making the photo like that much better and therefore like the the process kind of takes over maybe the amount of shooting that you're doing i mean i can definitely see that i mean just kind of scrolling through your feed um, i'm seeing like exactly what you're talking about like the progression and and you've only been it's crazy man you've only been doing it like you know a year or a little bit over a year right yeah yeah um and it's it's really really good stuff man so i'm excited to see what you're where you're going to go with this man because it's really incredible um let's talk about yeah man let's talk about um your kind of uh exposure on tiktok and and how that's going because i know we kind of connected over tiktok um on instagram you go by the same moniker right you go liam simard photography and it's the same thing on tiktok right yeah, I mean, like, there's a there's a slight you know spelling difference on like TikTok and stuff. With TikTok, I uh, with the two underscores, like that's on my Instagram. It's a little bit too. I think it's too long for TikTok, so I have to like I had to cut out the the underscore in between my first and last name. So, but but yeah, it's pretty much the exact same. So. Gotcha. And then for Instagram, like, it's crazy because you have about. Uh, almost 1700 followers on Instagram and then on TikTok you have how many? Uh I think it's 95,000 now. 95,000 followers. That's insane. Yeah. Um you we were talking before we hit record uh about kind of how that happened but do you kind of do you want to kind of like recap like how that how that happened for you how your growth kind of happened on TikTok? Yeah, sure. So um I started my TikTok account around February of – or not February, sorry, uh, March of 2020. So um, not too long after I had you know, originally started toy photography. And it was kind of just something I would occasionally post on maybe once, uh, maybe once a week, maybe once every two weeks. Um, and I feel like the reason I did this was because um, it, felt, it felt more like a hassle than actually something like productive. Because mm. what would happen is I'd, I would, you know, set up the photo, I take the photo uh, and, you know, me being on like autopilot, I would, you know, start to clean up after and I'd be like, oh, I didn't take the behind the scenes. And, you know, some, and then, you know, either I would be like, oh, all right. And then I'd set it all back up again, film the behind the scenes and then take it down and go back. And when it's, and since I'm doing this in March, it's like 30 degrees out. So, you know, patience levels aren't exactly, you know, yeah, sure. I got all the time in the world. Let me just <laughs> set the shot back up again and, and, and take it. I'm just like, my hands aren't working because it's freezing out and I'm, I'm struggling to like, ah, oh, should I, I'm, I'm only going to get like a hundred views from this. Do I, do I really have to do this? Do I really have to yeah. set it back up again? And so what happened was, you know, this, this continued until probably middle of summer, and then I, I, I started to talk a bit with uh, Jared, uh, Sir Dork 730 and he was telling me that, like, you kind of have to just, uh, like, trust that uh, you have to, like, post consistently, and you have to, like, you know, just be patient, basically. And, you know, my, my patience isn't exactly the best, you know. I'll, I'll admit it. I'm not the most patient person. So I was like, all right. And I tried to post more consistently, maybe, like, two times a week. And so... I would do this and I'd see, you know, slight improvement in the amount of views and likes I would get, you know, grew a little bit, but, uh, it didn't really start picking up until 
end of October, beginning beginning of November. Mm-hmm. And so basically I'll, I'll kind of give you the rundown of how it went down, but basically what happened was uh, I was at around 300, 400 followers, I think. Actually, no, I think that uh, I was at probably 500 followers when everything changed. I had just hit 500 followers. And that tank, that very same tank that was my, it's kind of funny, actually, the very same tank that I, you know, my first toy photo on Instagram, that very same tank, I, you know, went outside, uh, you know, filmed, filmed me setting up the tank. I put the tank down, a bunch of sticks around, you know, set some leaves on fire in the background and to like smoke up the shot, add some flames. And I posted it that Monday evening. And, you know. If I'm going to be honest, I like before I went to bed, I checked it. And my, at that time, my most my most viewed video had 11,000 views. And so I thought that it, that was already insane. I already thought that was insane. Before I went to bed that night, I checked it and it was already at 20,000 20, views. And I'm not kidding. I literally couldn't sleep that night. <laughs> I, was, I was literally I was literally like. It was probably it was probably like four o'clock in the morning and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just this is the only thing I can think about, which is so silly, but like it was the only thing I could think about. And so literally the minute I wake up, like right before school, I check the video and I was at four thousand followers and it was at 178,000 views. And I was Golly. like And like like I think it was like probably like half an hour before I had woken up. I was kinda of like guessing right. I was like how many of these do you think it has? 50,000? Like, that was like some, like huge, and it is huge, but like, it was such, it was so, it was such an under guess of what had actually, like, it was such an under, an underestimate, I underestimated completely what the outcome was. Yeah. And the thing is, it, it just, it didn't stop there, too. Like, throughout the, uh, I think every, like, every minute or so it was gaining like a thousand views. You know, every, wow. like, and, <laughs> I was like my my screen time of that day was probably terrible. I probably was on my like if I'm going to be honest, I wasn't I wasn't paying attention too much in in class that day. I Rightfully mean, so. I mean, you're yeah. blowing up on TikTok, so yeah. yeah. So I was literally like refresh, refresh, refresh and like it just kept going and going and going. And by the end of that day, it was at like 300,000 views. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh." And I was like, "It, it can't keep going from here." So it just it, and it kept and it still kept climbing. It still kept going up and up and up. Did that did that intimidate you to like not post again, or what did you think after? Like what oh what's going to be my next post after this? Like do you ever have that feeling? Yeah, I did have that feeling, but I feel like I was on such I was like such an on an adrenaline rush that <laughs> I literally posted like another like five videos that day. Dang. Actually, no, another five videos the next day because I had posted I had posted that that tank video like 7 30 the night at night because i've heard that like that's a good time to post on monday nights or just in, on night at night in general okay. so like 7 30 in the evening you know kind of left it there and i didn't want to look at it because i feel like it kind of spoiled like i don't know this is such a weird mentality but like you know I, I i don't really like to spoil myself of like spoil like oh is it doing well or not you know yeah and so uh, i kind of just sat on it the night i didn't look at it or anything and then I went to bed and then, you know, how I said, I couldn't sleep that night because I, I had to check it right before I went to bed. So I did. Like I said, I couldn't sleep that night. And then no, I had, what's that? 
Now, do you check your stuff before you go to bed now? Like, do you, does it keep you up at night? <laughs> no, it, it does not. It does not keep me up at night, but it. I do. I do just sometimes check before I go to bed. Just yeah. To, just to see if if it's going well or not. But well, um. What blows my mind is that there are people out there still that don't believe that TikTok is a valuable asset to your toy photography. I know, I know, and it, I like, uh, I'm, I'm trying, I'm like, I'm, I'm like preaching it. I'm, I'm basically like preaching it. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, to put out an example, uh, a very, very talented toy photographer goes by the name Jason B. Michael. He had posted a couple videos on TikTok, and they. I mean, it, it's not like I wouldn't consider it like a, you know, to be offensive or anything, but they weren't doing well because that's how everyone's videos are. Yeah. When you first started out. Yeah. 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 And I feel like he got discouraged and I, and I got discouraged as well when this was happening to me. And it probably, it probably wasn't me who convinced him that you should, you know, stay consistent. Like, like it's I'm like, you got it. It's, it's coming. Like, you know, you got a couple more videos and I'm telling you, man, your photos are just so mind blowing that once they catch, they will literally explode. And I was like DMing him this. I'm like, dude, trust me, do this, do this for me because I know your your photos are so insane that if you post like if you just post like a couple more videos, they will explode. And I mean, like I said, I don't know if it was me who convinced him. Maybe if it was because you know I wouldn't consider us like super close or anything, but we have DM'd each other a couple times here and there. But um. Maybe there was some some other like closer friends who had convinced him to, but uh, he had started posting a little bit more regularly, and then he had posted that, but he posted the behind the scenes to that photo that blew up on Instagram, which was his Gamorrean guard getting chased by Bork Bork, and he posted yep. that, and it literally blew up. I think at the end of the day, it got probably like four hundred to five hundred thousand views. It was ridiculous. Wow. I was, like, I was like, there we go. See told you so like i was i was you know i was super proud for like him and a little bit for myself as well because i was like and, and that's what i'm trying to like tell people it's like you know tiktok can be a little cringy i'm not gonna lie but yeah it's so worth it it's, it's so great for it. the it's great for the toy photography community because it gives us exposure to people i feel like that probably would never like see toy photography and yeah yeah it gives, i, I I like honestly using TikTok more than I like Instagram. And that is crazy to say because I feel like I've used Instagram like exclusively for like the last like five or six years. And now I'm like, man, I like TikTok more. It's just weird. Oh, yeah. I I've, I feel like the behind the scenes portion of my photos is on par as important, if not more important than the actual photo itself. Obviously, the photo will always come first in the in the quality of the photo, mm -hmm. but that behind the scenes video has to be done and it has to be done somewhat well because it's it's so important. Because to be honest, I'm getting way more uh, exposure from those behind the scenes videos than uh, my photos on Instagram, and that's and that's what I love about TikTok is because you know with Instagram, its algorithm isn't exactly the best, so it's only it's only really showing your photos to your followers and people were like, Oh, I know what toy photography is obviously. Cause I probably do. Mm hmm. Yeah. And the cool thing about TikTok is that you don't have to just post your behind the scenes. Like you can do other things. Like, and the thing I love about what Dwayne shoot toys uh, does is he does really creative 
things to get people engaged in his um, toy photography. Like he does the like TikTok collector cards and he does all these different things that really don't relate to toy photography, yeah. but he's just being creative and that makes people engage with his content. And uh, it's, it's just the sky's the limit, man. It's really fun. It's, I've just now re recently in the last like week or two started to get back on it and really start to put effort into it. And I'm already getting thousands of views and I'm not even trying it. That's the weird thing. Like I'm not even putting effort into it. I just upload just whatever I can. And this is like, this is so weird. Oh yeah. Like Dwayne, he takes, he takes perfect advantage of, of the exposure on TikTok. His videos are super engaging and they, and they really draw people in. They're super interactive. Cause like, He'll like say like comment down below what you want to see next or like you know make the video that can be experienced from both the viewer and the person making it. Both of the people can interact in the video, which causes that engagement. And he also takes advantages of the, uh, the trends, popular sounds, and all of that. And when he does that, it just ends up in success. He has over a million million followers on TikTok, and it and it works out perfectly. Yeah, it's that, it's that ability to show. People who have no clue what you're what, what you're doing, and, and you're able to just show it to them, because it's like like I said, it's not like Instagram where it only shows it to your followers who either do toy photography or really like it. Showing it to people probably had no idea that this thing even exists, and it's amazing to see their reaction because they're like, "What? This is these are toys? This is so cool!" And it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. welcome welcome to toy photography. Yeah. And like there's and the cool thing about it, too, is there are ways to create videos on TikTok without even having to use your own voice. Like if you want to narrate something, you can literally type the text out, put it on the video and then push uh, dictate. So it'll speak it out for you. That way you don't even have to narrate. And it'll it'll like it'll be like this AI robot voice woman that speaks for you. It sounds kind of funny when you're when I'm explaining it, but it works. Yeah. And it, like there's really no excuse for toy photographers other than just either. I wouldn't even say it's laziness. It's more just like they don't believe that it's it's going to make a difference or they don't care. But. I think if people will put the effort into it and really see that it's a gold mine, like, I mean, it's, yes. it's a freaking gold mine. That's the perfect word to describe it. I, there's like no other way to describe it. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy. Toy photographers who, who hop on like, you know, right around now, you know, you don't, like I said, it's just, you don't have to, you don't have to do that too much. You know, it's like you can, you can post the behind the scenes and it doesn't have to be super complicated. That's the thing. No. It, it being super complicated it's still most likely, I mean, yeah, maybe uh, it will have people more interested and they'll like it better. But, you know, it doesn't matter because the people who are seeing this don't know if this is good or not because they haven't seen. They're not from Instagram who are like, oh, that's a that's a pretty good shot. But like, you know, I've seen like like Sergeant Bananas. I've seen Jason B. Michael. I've seen Nose Rain. Yeah, we're over we're oversaturated with the, the legends and the pros who yeah. are killing it. And there's people out there that like see people like you and me they're like what we consider ourselves to be probably like not as good as them but like to the average joe out there like they're like oh man this is just mind-blowing stuff uh-huh yeah you know what i'm saying so it, yeah. it's 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 really it's really interesting um i i've been seeing stuff that you do too you do some like uh 
you do some reaction videos to where you'll like react to other people's toy photography. Yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, that's it's a lot of fun because uh, what they what they do is I as they tag me in their videos. Yeah. And I and what's fun is I feel like I'm I'm helping out I'm helping them out because most of the time I, most of my fan base is uh, much younger and most of the toy photographers that are you know posting their stuff on TikTok and that are tagging me are you know much younger than than us and than me because I'm I'm already young myself I'm only 17 years old but I, I mean much younger but like and and I feel like it it really it encourages them. And I'm not considering myself this big person like, oh, if I react to your video, I'm going to make your videos blow up because that, you know, never happens pretty much. But I feel like it. Uh, but you're it, creating community there. Yes. Yeah. And and it's and it's bringing people like closer together. Be like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, we're, we're good friends because like we because I, I like to like talk to these you know younger toy photographers and stuff. And and it's fun because they ask me like critique their photos and, you know. I, I try and act like I, I know what I'm doing, but I, you know, like I said, I've, I've only been doing this for about a year and I'm like, and I like to, you know, give them uh, like critiques and helping them out because I see them do much better. Like I've like uh, once when I started, you know, when I started blowing up on TikTok, I, I started to see, you know, more younger toy photographers. And since I've seen them, you know, several months ago, they're, they're, they're getting way better. I'm like, really? Yes. Yeah. Most of them are, most of them are getting way better. And I, and they're also adopting the techniques that I've been doing that I've adopted from other people, like the snow effect and the rain effect. First time I learned about that was watching the Adam Savage tested video with, uh, Sergeant bananas. So it's just passing, passing on these skills. And like, when I see them do, I'm like, let's go. You know, so sick, so sick, dude. That's so awesome. So where do you kind of see yourself in 10 years? Like, are you going to be still doing toy photography? You know, uh, I, I want to look that forward, but I, I feel like I'm a little, I'm a little nervous to look that forward. Cause like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm encroaching on my, uh, final year of high school. Uh, I'm currently a junior right now. It's, you know, almost, it's like halfway through the year. So, uh, and I'm still, you know, choosing like if I, uh, where I want to go to college and, you know, basically all of that fun stuff. And, uh, I'm, I'm nervous that what the, uh, like with college and stuff that, uh, and I don't want to think like this. I want to think that going into college, I'll still be able to do this. And that's, and like, that's why, like, I try and not think about, you know, the next 10 years because, you know, I'm afraid that I won't be doing this hobby, but I want to. That's the thing. What, what, what makes you think that you won't do it? Is it is it just a matter of time, or is it a matter that you feel like you wouldn't be accepted, like in doing it in college, or what's the what's the reasoning? Uh, I feel like uh, probably that um, <laughs> personally, it's like the the logistical looking at it, like all the action figures and the camera stuff and the dioramas and all that, to be honest. It's a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Ron, perfect world. Would you, would you want to do this professionally? Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would be awesome. Cause like, uh, you know, this, this hobby is just so much fun. It like, it, it kind of blends, you know, things that I love. Cause like, you know, I love like, uh, photography. It's my biggest hobby and it's, I do it every single day. And it also blends my passion for like storytelling and, and movies and, 
superheroes and you know all of that stuff sorry what was that i was going to say what's stopping you from pursuing it as a profession um you know <laughs> that's a good question uh I, I i i mean i'm just i'm just asking because you already have uh, a massive following on TikTok, and you've already gained some traction and you're so young man you have like so many years ahead of you to really hone your craft i just mm -hmm. don't see any reason why you couldn't pursue it as a as a potential career you know yeah i guess you're right like um yeah uh i mean and i guess it's more comforting now that i've uh seen that you know for, toy photography has become more mainstream like especially with like Mitchell Wu and, and just the, the stuff he's been able to, to, you know, uh, be a part of. Yeah. And plastic action, man. Oh, and yeah, uh, all of them, all of them. Just the, I mean, he's doing stuff with Foot Locker. Like he's, I mean, no, it's nuts. It's like, it's crazy. It's, it's like, are you, are you serious? Like, you know, and then, and then after like listening to some of these, you know, like these, uh, casts with you and like, uh, like Sergeant Bananas and, and Nose Rain and, uh, and uh, plastic action and, and you guys sharing your experiences, like, uh, like having like, like with plastic action with Jax, he's, uh, like on ESPN. That's nuts. Like, are you yeah. serious? like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's a viable uh, profession now. And, and the crazy thing is, is that you don't even have to go looking for the work. Once you kind of have developed a portfolio is that people eventually will start coming to you. Yeah. And and you can and you the sky's the limit, man. If whatever you want to do, you can do. I think one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast is really getting to know photographers, but also like trying to encourage the creative ones out there to kind of take the the box mentality off. You know, we all have this idea that like, oh, we can go so far with it, but we couldn't do it as a profession or you know what you know whatever the excuse may be. Yeah, because I mean. The reasoning behind it is usually because people are looking at it from an aspect of lack. They're saying, well, I don't have this or I don't have that. or I don't have this skill set or I don't have that skill set. All those things are learnable. All those things you can learn or all those things that you can eventually get to if you just apply effort. Right. Yeah. Or like you say you don't have a, uh, a certain camera or you don't have uh, a, a, a whatever it may be, a, a program that you want to use Lightroom or Photoshop. You could, there's ways to work around those things, right? Mm -hmm. And so, taking the taking the taking the road less traveled, which is toy photography. Not a lot of people do this. Of course, there's going to be ups and downs. But if you want to make this your thing, man, I always I always just tell people to do it, man. Just freaking do it. Yeah, I yeah, you're right. And I think you personally, I think you've really called me out. Really called me out on these. Like I I feel like I really do. Uh, you know struggle with like you know appreciating that you know i'm i have i have these these years to be able to perfect this and actually like grow with this and and uh like really uh show people what i can what i can do with this hobby and 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 me right now thinking that like oh but i i probably couldn't make a profession out of this or why I, not I, yeah I yeah you know why not exactly if you love it if you love it do what you love man mm -hmm. like yeah. for like for me i'm doing uh dioramas 3d printing and i love it and yeah. i love to do it mm -hmm. and i get paid to do it yeah i, I love it 
Yeah. It's amazing. Like do what you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all. That's all I got to say, man. Just do what you love. Yeah. I guess I could just say mic drop on that. I don't, I don't know where to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, man. Um, I, I wanted to also ask you about your, um, the way that you kind of like, I, I love to get in deep about people's like mindset. So like, how do you, how do you stay positive in the midst of like a pandemic and you're going through high school? Like, how do you keep going? Like, what's the thing that kind of motivates you? You know, I think I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty fortunate to be a pretty positive person. I'm a very, you know, I, I rarely ever get down, but I mean, I'd be lying if I say I never, but like, I don't know. I just, um, and I feel like, uh, for me to feel like you know getting through this and like and like feeling better about it is toy photography it's like that's why i do it every day it's it's a literal like escape right you know get out of school uh i do my homework and then i start shooting it's just it's fun it's fun and it and it makes you feel better and i just uh and and i guess another another part of me is that i i have this weird this weird thing where I, I constantly like I get stressed if I don't if I don't use my time right like if I like let's say it's it's like on the weekend and I had something planned and something happens and it doesn't work out and I have nothing to do for the rest of the day I I freak out I just I like because every like every second every minute ticking by I'm like oh I could have been doing something then oh, I could have been doing something then you know I just I have to always be doing something Hmm. I would have to be doing something relatively productive. And once I've done something relatively productive, I can allow myself to do nothing. And that's, that's why I, that's also why I take photos every single day. Man, that's a great mindset to have. Mm-hmm. I think um, if people applied that to their, to their uh, hobbies more often, they would get so much farther ahead and probably where they are i think um just from looking at your progression and the things that you've done already like man the best is yet to come i mean you've just started dude you like there, you don't realize that there's people out there that have been grinding for four or five six years that aren't even taking photos like half as good as you man thank you man. so you you kind of have to pat yourself on the back a little bit and be like wow i've come a long way and I've, I'm, i've still got a ways to go but, you know, enjoy the process, man. Enjoy, yeah. enjoy the process and be grateful. Yeah, that's, and I feel like I, I started to do that more, to be honest, is, is, and I'm not going to lie. It's, it's after listening to a couple of these cats, especially the ones that get really deep with like you and plastic action stuff, talking about, you know, trusting the, uh, like being, you know, grateful for what you have and, 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 you know, being patient is, is basically the number one rule is being patient because you can't. You can't go from here like and like what you guys were saying is, you know, you see these people who are like, you know, getting set up with these massive companies and are doing these huge brand deals. And you're like and you get discouraged from like, oh, I can't do that. But you got to. And I've I've started to do this now because before I that would that would be me. And and so now I'm more like, you know, I will get there. But, you know, I got to put in the work and, you know, the skill set has to. You know, all the pieces will come together. And that's what, and that's when I, when I see comments on my TikTok, I see comments like, how do you, how do you do this? And I, I don't think I've ever said with some sort of 
uh, materialistic physical item. I think I've responded to every single one of those with practice. And obviously, I would be lying if I said uh, nice equipment uh, doesn't help you because it obviously does. That's why people buy it. But you can't be a pro at something if you only have nice equipment and no skill behind it. The skill yeah. is what may, is what is what you know t- puts you apart from everyone else. Is what makes you better than everyone else. Is that skill? So, and skill comes through practice. Exactly, practice is, and that's, and that's also why I, I keep mentioning that I take photos every day, and I, I don't want that to be some sort of flex or anything. I just, you know, I, I like to mention that because I, I feel like it's it's my way of practicing, of doing something, of of being somewhat productive. well dude um i'm just grateful to uh to get to know you man i i think that like i said before i think that you got great things ahead and and Mm -hmm. it's going to be fun to see your journey along the way yeah thank you yeah man so before we close it out is there anything else that you want to say to your audience and your listeners and followers uh i guess i guess what i could say is basically uh, I know everyone says this, but trust the process, you know, be willing to have, you know, your photos not do well, your videos not do well. And that's, and I guess that's somewhat easy for me to say because, you know, my videos have done well, and my photos have done well here and there, but you know, you just, you have to, you have to understand that, uh, the only way you can ever get good at something is to have those bad days is to have those those crummy you know photos and is to is when you're outside taking a photo and you know your all the figures fall over wind blows something over your light dies camera dies you have to you have to like you know take a step back and i struggle with this all the time you have to take a step back you know take a deep breath and be like you know if i stop here you know i don't take this photo but if I just, you know, if I just set them back up, I just, you know, try this one more time and take the photo, maybe it works. And I feel like that's where the majority of my best, my personal favorite photos have come from is from that trying that one more time, you know, just putting in that little bit of extra time into it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. That's inspiring stuff, dude. Um, let everybody know where they can connect with you on your socials. Yeah, so uh, like we had been talking about TikTok and Instagram, you can find me on Instagram at Liam underscore Samard underscore photography. And on TikTok, you can find me at Liam Samard underscore photography. Remember, we are storytellers. Get out there. Tell your story. Have some fun. Shoot some toys. And be like Liam. Enjoy the process. Take your time. Don't give up. Eventually, you might just blow up. (laughs) See you guys.